Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The physical delivery of legal, lawful, constitutional, biblical tender. Talking about gold and silver, it is what we do. We do it better than anybody. The website at allamericangold.com, and it is the seventh day of December, uh, which is uh, the anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Uh, So uh, something that really, uh, well, let's face it, allowed... Probably the single biggest event uh, that allowed uh, for our central bank uh, and the dollar to become uh, the global currency. Because after World War II, Bretton Woods came into effect, which forced all nations to buy everything in dollars. Uh, That is no longer the case. And uh, as we've seen, uh, as Bretton Woods has lost steam, you think about gold, gold at a low of like $250. Uh, now we're, 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 we're gonna be talking about all time record high prices in gold again here very soon. Matter of fact, Basel 3, yeah, I mean, I know, so many things to keep track of. Basel 3 will go into effect at the beginning of the year. Uh, that is going to, uh, put at least an end I don't want to say not it's not going to be all, but some and, and really probably a big portion of the nonsense uh, that that happens in the gold and silver markets where, you know, you have, you know, and I don't know what the percentages are, but 9,500% more gold contracts than actual gold and all this other stuff. Uh, so it's going to be something where, you know, one of these, another log in the fire of why I think we're going to see much higher gold prices in 2022. We're going to talk about that and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but before we do that, uh, I'm joined with my partner, uh, Jason Walker. Uh, he runs our Colorado office. Jason, uh, good morning. And I don't know, do you say happy Pearl Harbor Day? Probably not. It's a day of remembrance, I guess. You know, I don't. I don't know exactly how, how you uh, address it as far as uh, bringing it up in a in a conversation. But you know, everyone knows what that is. And it's interesting, Joe. I was looking at one of these uh, internet uh, gold and silver companies, the ones that that pop, you know, pop up ads. And uh, I was looking. I was like, oh, what is this? And it's uh, it's, it's it's like a one ounce silver, well, silver ish coin. <laughs> silver ish. Yeah. It's uh, it's got the Morgan design on it. It's it's a silver round. By our ninety nine point nine percent silver plated coin, forty dollars, <laughs> forty bucks, uh, and people are going to buy that. Forty Joe. bucks, and then they're going to come to silver plated coin. They'll come to us to sell it in the future. I'll be like, well, I'm sorry, man. That's just you know, this is why you call Patriot Trading Group. Don't don't buy the silver plated coin. There's almost no silver on it. Yeah, I mean, I, my guess, and I'm just guessing, I don't know, but I, I would be shocked if there was even a couple dollars of silver in the plate. No, there's almost nothing. You can take one ounce of gold and and stretch it over an entire football field. So that's when you, you have a tendency to see those little bottles with the little gold flakes in it. There's almost no gold in it. It's just the water makes the flakes look big. So, yeah, there's there's almost no, I would say there's not even pennies of silver on this coin. There you go. There you go. Be careful. Always buy from us. You know what you're going to get. 
but but it is a a really interesting day. Uh, we've got a a rally uh, in, in the in really all of the markets. The Dow with a follow through rally here, uh, up another five or six hundred points, kind of making up for the uh, uh, I don't know. I guess the Omicron virus scare. Uh, and I, I will tell you, uh, this is a, a sucker's rally for sure. But the bigger thing to pay attention to, crude oil coming back to life. So crude and gold kind of fell together. Remember a few weeks ago when they confirmed that Jay Powell was going to be renominated and, and they hit gold, they hit crude oil. I mean, crude oil went from almost $85 to like $66. Uh, and, and now, uh, the last few days, crude has put in a, a, a big rally. It was up three bucks yesterday, up another three dollars today, uh, back to seventy-three dollars. Nothing has changed on the crude oil front. Matter of fact, uh, don't be shocked here. Uh, this is going to be a a big rally in crude, especially when we've been real fortunate. We've had a, a mild fall in winter so far in most of the U.S. When we start getting that really cold air in, uh, I expect to see crude oil back above $80 again and, and higher than that uh, very soon. Gold, gold's up five. Silver's up 20 cents right now uh, as, as the market is, is kind of, uh, I guess, taking a, a feeling of relief that it doesn't appear that the Omicron virus is going to be as bad, you know, early on. You know how they, you know, again, we're, we're, we're ruled by these, uh, health guys, uh, that aren't elected that, that come out and scare everybody into believing the world's coming to an end and the sky is falling. Jason, apparently the sky's falling a little less this uh, week. It's all smoke and mirrors, Joe. I'm telling you. So in May of this year, uh, the Dow was at, uh, 34,800, about that level. Uh, today it's about 35,800. So, it's up 3% since May, seven months. And uh, I'll tell you right now, Joe, I don't think anything else I'm buying is up only 3%. The markets are actually crashing well, you know as they're going and, up. And, and again, it's only up 3% because of a handful of stocks. We talked about that yesterday. Uh, the breadth of the market, as they like to call it, has not been very good. It hasn't been very good for a while. Uh, but when we get back, the 10 stages of genocide is this when you know everyone we we keep wondering when is when gonna be when well maybe when we get through the 10 steps of genocide we'll talk about that coming up next welcome back picture radio news hour joe jaquin jason walker uh tom log of gold goats and guns and uh, he wrote a great article Talking about Basel III, which starts in January, something that, you know, Jason and I talked about it when it got passed. So it passed like six months ago, and then it takes time to implement. It's supposed to happen now uh, on the 1st of January, uh, which is going to help alleviate some of the uh, monkey business that's been going on in the gold markets for so long. And maybe, Jason, a really good indication of why all of a sudden we're seeing more and more central banks getting into gold uh, because they, they know, hey, uh, a lot of this monkey business, if you will, uh, is going to come to an end. So we want to get into gold because it's it, it's going to be a big benefit from that. 
I, yeah, I agree with that. And also, uh, like I, like we I talked about yesterday, uh, if the plan is to let inflation go, let's say for two more years, then uh, you better put yourself in a position to benefit off of that, which, you know, gold and silver would be a great place to go because it's going to explode. The price is going to explode in gold and silver. That's all there is to it. Yeah, I would, and I've been saying this for a while. Be very careful uh, how much money you have in the bank. We don't know when. Listen, we, we, we've got... Uh, I think we're going to get through at least the first half of 2022 before the cracks uh, start appearing. We may make it through uh, a little more than that, but believe me, the, the, it's getting ready to go again. Uh, and uh, getting gold and silver is a great way to do it. Uh, obviously, uh, if you've already, hey, I've got a lot of gold and silver. What do I do with the rest of it? I've been telling everybody, uh, get in touch with my son, and he can uh, get yourself uh, out of the out of the banks and 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 get you into a safe spot uh, because uh, it's coming. The problem is when you do that that that's not a quick deal, right? So if if you want to uh, get yourself into a safe spot, it's going to take a little bit. So reach out to me and and I can help you do that. But I wanted you know he he brought up these ten stages of genocide. And a lot of it kind of pertains as we're talking about, hey, when, when is it going to happen? It's not a matter of if. We know. We've created way too much money. We've got horrible inflation now. And, and how long until the gig is up? And, and a lot of these ten stages of genocide really apply. The first stage, classification. Right? People are divided into us and them. Right? And, of course, God, we've had that here for a long time, right? We've, we've got the one percenters and everybody else, right, Jason? I mean, that, yep. that's been uh, going on really in all of the, what I'll say, developed economies of the world. Uh, you've got your super elite class and everybody else. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, that's why they have the term third world country, right? Right. Symbolization. People are forced to identify themselves. And look at, you know, think about like the last 10 years in particular here, right? Everybody's being forced to identify. We got all the new labels, all the new pronouns, right? We, we, we've got all of those uh, things coming to light. And then we, the, the third phase, discrimination. People begin to face systematic discrimination. And we're seeing that whether real or unreal, right? Real or imagined, right? Discrimination, right? Whether it be like the Me Too movement stuff from, well, I'm, you did this in the 80s to, to, to Black Lives Matter to, uh, uh, you know, to even, uh, all of a sudden, you know, because of the uh, the, the coronavirus, right, uh, attacks on Asians and all this stuff, right? And then how about this part? The, the, so that's stage three. You know, when you think about defund the police, right, that probably falls into uh, that, that, that phase three of ten stages of genocide. How about four? Dehuman people being equated to animals or vermin or disease think about what's going on with the vax 
in the unvax, Jason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I right? can hear it. I can hear it already. <laughs> right? Yeah. So you're like, man, yeah, that's happening. Organization. The government starts creating special groups to enforce government policy. Well, we've had that for a right? while. Look at, look at what they were, right? I'm like, wow, right? What, what, they've tried to do it with OSHA. They do all this executive orders. The CDC says you can't evict people. Uh, now, now they're talking about using uh, the TSA, right, yep. uh, as an enforcement arm. The state of New York now is requiring, I don't know if you guys saw, the state of New York now is requiring all businesses now to enforce the vax in, uh, or the vaccine mandates, Jason. Yeah, that's just the start of it, too, isn't it? It's just the start. How about polarization, stage six? The government broadcast pop- propaganda to turn the, the populace against the group. Some of these are dec- decade-old programs they've been running. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, some of this has been uh, put in place a long time part. ago. We're losing our patience. Right? Uh, they had Jim Cramer. We should executive order everybody to get the vaccine. I mean, absolutely happening. Stage 7, preparation. Official action to remove and or relocate people begins. I can't tell you how many people have lost their job because of it. Right? Australia, they're taking people to the, to the what were we calling them before? The FEMA camps? FEMA camps. Whatever to call them. Yeah. Huh? The FEMA camps. It right? seems like the hospitals are the way, that be, be the way they uh, do it in a nice way. You know, what are you going to transport the patient to a better facility? Yeah, see, Arizona, some Arizona listeners may not know, like Colorado now, the hospitals have the power now uh, to send people away. Uh, we're not going to treat you here. You need to go somewhere else uh, and ship them anywhere. They, it, it could be in another city, another state, wherever it may be. Persecution. The beginning of murders. Theft of property. Trial massacres. Now, I don't know about the trial massacres yet, but look at what's happening today. I mean, let me ask you this. Do you think America's in a, in a good place right now? Honestly. I mean, I know the, the stock market, it's at, you know, it's it's not at it, but it's near all-time highs, which is garbage. As We all know that. That's garbage. Violent crime and crime in general is up everywhere Philadelphia has broken uh, the murder record all time most other cities have broken their all time murder records the murder capitals of the world places like Baltimore Detroit, Chicago are racing to I mean we haven't seen violence like this in, in over 30 years and so, it's getting worse. Social media is showing everybody that these crash and grab, organized, uh, you know, crash and grabs across the country during the Christmas shopping season, how uh, fragile enforcement is on laws. Yeah. I mean, we've never seen this before. This is a whole different element of crime. And, we, you know, I, I'll go back to, to, like, Portland and Seattle when we didn't 
uh, squash that unrest. And, and, and you go back to uh, mayors and governors saying, let them loot. AOC, did you see her ridiculous comments earlier this week? Oh, it's not really happening. It's just Walgreens and some others uh, upset. Uh, uh, about the laws in California. No one's really doing anything. You know, and th- this is different. And what I mean by that, and, and not to, to, you know, theft is wrong in any regard. But someone uh, stealing food as an example because there's nothing to eat at their house. That's one type of crime, right? You're like, yeah, I get it, right? You don't have the money, what do you, you know, you got to eat. Whatever they uh, steal baby formula or diapers or whatever it may be, and and I think uh, I think they call it like theft of need. This isn't theft of need. They're going in and targeting high end handbags and going into you know the Macy's and the Dillard's and and just uh, grabbing everything and anything. This is this is a whole different kind of violence. Uh, and theft that we've never really seen in the United States before. And again, it's the societal breakdown, right? We're talking about uh, the ten steps of genocide and, and really kind of evolving it into uh, what we're looking at here. So that's, that's really, uh, that's the eighth step. The ninth step is extermination. Wholesale elimination of the group. It is extermination and not murder because the people are not considered human. Now, that would be, you know, uh, you look at, uh, you know, uh, Hitler and, and the killing of the Jews. You go to these African nations that have genocide because, well, you're, you're, you're from the wrong tribe. I don't know if we get that. But I definitely think between the vax and the unvax, Jason, uh, could there be a a violent showdown? Absolutely. I hope it doesn't happen. Uh, But then again, it also could be what? Could we see uh, rioting and looting really uh, take center stage as inflation keeps running higher and higher and higher, are we going to see uh, more of this violence spreading across uh, America? I, th- I think so, Joe. And, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll even uh, add a little bit that the, the theft uh, of those higher-end items, some of those thefts probably are theft of need because, uh, let's say your dad lost his job and you're you're the teenage oldest kid in the, in the house, you're looking around, and then you go, how are, you, how are my little brothers and sisters going to get fed? You know that, hey, if I can go steal some high-end electronics and some, some high-end clothing and I can go sell that, give me some uh, Federal Reserve notes, I can pay for some of these uh, bills that are not going to get paid for, Joe. So even some of those thefts and those high-end stores are, are possibly theft of need because you, I don't know how these how people on the lower end of society get at the, with the $15 an hour jobs. I don't know how they pay for everything, Joe. It's, I, I'm going to say this. I don't think it's theft of need yet. But to your point... I think that could be coming. Could that be our our ninth step, which is all of a sudden we've got theft of need, which is anything that has any value at all, I've got to get my hands on it so I can sell it. 
right, versus, hey, uh, going into the grocery store. And how far away are we from that? We I don't know that we've seen that nope, yet. Not here, no. Are we going to see a mob? I think we're going to see a 20 soon, or 30 or 40 people running into supermarkets, grabbing carts, and just wiping out, like, the meat department or, or, or the baby department. Uh, is that coming? I think you're going to see theft of need on the level you're talking about in other countries first because their middle class isn't as uh, wealthy as ours. So ours is being destroyed in other countries. Their middle class isn't as well off as ours. So like Australia, I think a lot of what's going on there is I think their middle class is decimated far further down the line than ours. And that's when you get people in the streets going crazy like they are in Australia and some other countries. So, yeah, it's it's yeah, coming, Yeah, and, and you're, absolute, you're absolutely right about that. It'll hit, it'll hit the emerging markets first. Uh, and then, of course, last but not least, uh, the government denies that it did anything wrong, right? And, and, we, and uh, we, we see that uh, playing out with our central bank as well. You know, we've got uh, the central bank that the mainstream media and the government wants to portray as the heroes. And yet, really, they're the ones that are inflicting all the pain. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker here. Gold's up eight, uh, seventeen eighty seven. Silver is up. Depending on where you look, I, I'm going to say it's up thirty. Kitco's got it up fifteen. Either way, it's the same. Uh, twenty over uh, twenty two fifty three. Uh, got a couple of items. Uh, silver quarters. Yesterday we were running silver quarters. Uh, at two twenty-five a roll, which was twenty bucks off. Uh, gold, gold's moving up again. I have we had about two hundred rolls yesterday. We've got less than half of that still available, so I'm going to hold that price uh, until we're out of them. So rolls of silver quarters today at two twenty-five, and this is going to be the last call for the year, unless somebody sells me some. One tenth ounce American gold eagles. So these are the, 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 a tenth of an ounce of gold. We call them the golden dimes. Uh, when you talk about, uh, barter, uh, right, you got two great barter items here. Uh, the silver quarters, uh, 40 in a roll on the silver quarters. Uh, the one tenth ounce American gold eagles, they're 255, but, they're going to be on sale today. I'll get those online as, as quickly as I can here. They're going to be on sale today, Jason, for $240, uh, which is the lowest price we've had on 10th ounce. It matches the lowest price we've had on them uh, pretty much for the for the whole entire year. But this is it. This is the last of them. Uh, uh, we, the wholesalers are like... We don't have more. There's not more out there. Of course, we know the, the mint's getting ready to shut down now. Uh, so this is going to be it most likely uh, on the 10th ounce for the rest of the year. And when you start talking about looting and rioting and, and theft of need, uh, there, may be, there may be certain items, Jason, where, hey, if you want it, it's going to be uh, on the black market type of a thing, and uh, some some golden dimes sure would probably go a long way in helping you acquire certain things. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that too, and, and on a more positive way, you can uh, also buy them as Christmas gifts. You know, I think a ten thousand gold piece is uh, is a good high end Christmas gift to give somebody. 
And I got to apologize, you know, for the last several years, um, we've been running those Silver Eagle books. <laughs> where you got a Silver Eagle from, I mean, they are awesome. Could not do it this year. Uh, two different reasons, really. Number one, we couldn't get every date of Silver Eagle uh, to to be able to put them into the books. And then Jason, we couldn't even get the books. Yeah, Dansko is having severe problems. Uh, they're they're barely a company still, so it's one of those small companies that just trying to make it, Joe. And they're they're still there, but they're they couldn't supply the books we needed in the, in the way we needed it. And we didn't so, have points. Uh, so yeah, so we won't have those available this year. Fingers crossed if we can. Uh, uh, and again, I don't know about next year either. Listen, the 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 shortages that are happening, uh, they're everywhere. Uh, and it doesn't matter if it's, you know, uh, uh, potato skins or uh, packaging containers, no no lids for the cups or whatever it may be. Uh, it, it's, it applies in the gold and silver markets as well. And now, uh, this one's a major one. They're saying that a, a chicken tender shortage, Jason, may be on the way. They're saying that chicken tenders require more processing and more packaging than uh, other cuts of chicken. And they're saying that the processors are like, well, you know what? It takes too long. It's too expensive. We're just going to not make them anymore. They said the price for breast tenders has gone up uh, to $3.54 a pound. Uh, and they're saying that the Department of Agriculture said the price is going to jump to $3.98 a pound. So you think, wow, that's almost a 50-cent increase in the price of chicken tenders. And, and they're saying that the issue may be that uh, because of high, de- you know, high demand again, that uh, chicken tenders may become unavailable. Yeah, Joe, there it is. There's another one of those uh, inflated items and, and, and lack of uh, supply. I mean, I just said that in seven months the Dow went up 3%. It sounds like the chicken tenders went up a whole lot more than 3% in the last seven months. This is why... Well, the- you know what's so funny is is they went down, and now all of a sudden... Boom! They're skyrocketing in price, and uh, yep. uh, you know. And again, this is this is just how things happen uh, out in 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 the world today. And again, it doesn't mean hey, can you not get chicken? No. Just oh, you wanted chicken tenders? Yeah, sorry, don't have those, right? Or oh, you wanted chicken wings? Yeah, don't have those, right? And and, right. and all of a sudden, and where I'm seeing it a lot at the supermarkets, where all of a sudden. Something that used to have two or three facings, you know, on the shelf, all of a sudden they've got ten. Right. Right? Right. Because certain flavors are have been eliminated or other probably, you know, we're giving you the illusion that the shelves are full, but really all we're doing is we're hiding all the ones, all the products you can't get. And these are all symptoms of how bad the inflation is, Joe. Uh, we, you know, just a moment ago, you talked about those uh, Silver Eagle books we put together the last two years. We couldn't do it this year. The main problem, you know, I, I could have scrounged and found the books. The main problem was we just didn't have a nice flow during the calendar year of 2021 of Silver Eagles to fill all those years in. 
It's just since I've been here, the less Silver Eagles were flowing through here, you know, getting some buyers and uh, sellers to us and, and good amounts of different years coming through. It just the last couple of years it was easier. This year it's very difficult. Same thing with the chicken. It's just it's not, you know, this is, this is all inflative symptoms, Joe. Yeah, and really for us as part of our story, and what, you know, and Jason really put it uh, in a nice way. We just didn't see the volume of uh, of sellers in the silver market this year. Really, the only selling we really saw in silver this year was need. Yep. Right. I I need it. Right. Yep. I, I've got a. I've got you know whether it's hey uh, I need it so my kid could buy this house because he doesn't have the down payment money or I'm buying a, a piece of land and I need to have. Uh, I gotta pay cash because it's the only way uh, I can actually win uh, against the investors or whatever it may be. Or unfortunately, I've lost my job and and I've, I need the money. And so these are the things that that we've been uh, seeing in the silver market. Uh, and again, mostly because the paper price is so underpriced. But again, listen, we're paying way over spot on silver eagles. Uh, but still, they're just not selling, Jason. We haven't seen it, and we weren't able to get uh, the variety of dates. We we didn't even get close. If we were close, we would have found them, but uh, this just didn't happen this year. Pacer Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592, Pacer Radio News Hour. Joe Jake and Jason Walker, I got a couple of items for you today. We've got the last of the silver quarters, uh, silver uh, moving moving higher here again now, uh, up thirty three cents, thirty four cents now, twenty two fifty seven uh, rolls of silver quarters today. They're two hundred and twenty five dollars a roll uh, for forty silver quarters uh, right now. For uh, pretty much anywhere, that is the cheapest price per ounce uh, that you're able to buy silver at today on the rolls of silver quarters at 225 a roll. Uh, we have less than 100 rolls left, so it, it's it's just uh, and this is just what happens. There's just not a lot out there, especially now uh, the mint's going to be closed, uh, getting ready for 2022. So whatever supply the mint was pumping out is going to go away and then it ends up then all of a sudden uh demand for junk bags and bars and everything else goes even higher uh so i i look for uh silver to get uh pretty difficult here for about the next six weeks uh before we start seeing the mint come back online in late january and then one tenth ounce american gold eagles great buy today uh, at two hundred and forty dollars uh, per tenth ounce, they come in rolls of fifty. So, if if you wanted to uh, buy the entire roll, uh, we'll take five bucks off. So it'll go down to two thirty-five if you buy a roll of fifty. Uh, that'd be eleven thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars uh to purchase a roll of one tenth ounce gold eagles just to give you an idea of what what the tenth ounce have done uh i don't know a lot of you remember y2k right and it was remember the the computers weren't going to work and the stores weren't going to be able to scan and all these things i remember that eric ran eric ran a y2k uh special 
and you got 50 tenth ounce. So you got a roll of tenth ounce American Gold Eagles, and you got a roll of Silver Eagles, in, also in it. Uh, it was less than eighteen hundred dollars. And now we're talking about a, a, a roll uh, of tents on sale at eleven thousand seven hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, that's that's a pretty good performance, Jason. Absolutely, absolutely. That's and that's just because of the central bank. Uh, they uh, they need to make their profits. They do that by inflating the currency and and buying up all cheap assets and boom and bust uh, market cycles. And uh, that's going to continue to happen. Uh, you know, until there's no central bank, gold and silver will uh, increase in value because the dollar's value will go down. So, you know, Joe, what I remember about Y2K back then, I wasn't into any of this stuff, gold and silver and radio station and all this, all this material we talk about. But I remember what was really important to me during that Y2K was that this was possibly going to interfere with Kurt Warner and the Rams' uh, surprising Super Bowl run. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, the playoffs just started. What are they going to do? The Y2K is going to mess up my uh, my Rams winning the Super Bowl. That was, that was, that was my big concern back then. <laughs> that was your big fear. <laughs> that was my big thing. <laughs> we can't have the Super Bowl because of Y2K. Uh, that's uh... – Wow, that's going back. Yeah, so uh, rolls are uh, one tenth ounce American gold eagles, one through 49, 240, a roll 50 or more at $235. That would put the roll at $11,750 at 800 951 You know, uh, the mainstream media, and I've talked a lot about this, the Fed has the cheerleader squad telling you every time there's a crisis, who's the hero? If you listen to mainstream media, right? oh, it's the, the central bank's the hero. They're our savior. And, of course, really, what do they really want to say? They really want to save the stock market, right? That's what they care about. But the reality is, as all of us know, the U.S. economy isn't the stock market anymore. I mean, it used to be, right? Remember back, you know, when, uh, uh, you know, it was full, like, GE and GM and, and companies that used to build things in America. Now it's it's loaded up with uh, what we'll call, I guess for lack of a better word, globalist companies uh, that m- the majority of their products aren't made here, aren't produced here, uh, and really Wall Street doesn't represent America at all, and if you actually look at the the breadth of the market and the stocks that are struggling, most of the stocks that are struggling, Jason, are the are the companies that are actually here in America. That's correct. That's correct. There's a you know there's a lot of uh, extra uh, I guess obstacles for American companies that uh, the ones that are overseas don't have to face. So exactly right. It's you know it's it's tough to be made in America, isn't it? Yeah, and, and, and just look at it this way. Just ask yourself a simple question. Where do you think Wall Street would be with a Fed's funds rate at 5%, which would be totally normal? If you took out the last 15 years, 5% Fed's funds rate would be normal, which would mean what? A 10-year note would be about 7%. A mortgage would be somewhere around, I don't know, between seven and a quarter and seven and a half percent. 
Where do you think Wall Street would be? Where do you think housing would be? And all this they've done is created this huge bubble. And now, uh, just like every economics book ever written, if you do that and you create and you have loose policies, you end up with horrible inflation. And that's exactly what we're going to see. And now uh, Jay Powell saying that they're going to start to fight it all. Uh, that's kind of the beginning of the end. Uh, take advantage. We got a little gift sell-off two weeks ago. I think it's about over. Make sure you're prepared because when it does start, it's going to be quick. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Gold's up 10, 17, 90. Uh, silver is up 33 cents here, 22.57. Uh, the, I'm not, I don't mean to laugh, uh, but the Dow's up 550 points. Crude oil's up another $3, uh, again today, Jason, as, uh, once again, the, the representation that somehow Wall Street represents mainstream America Nothing could be farther from the truth. And, of course, the central bank has created it. Listen, I know they want you to think they're the heroes. Believe me, they're the exact opposite. The production of fiat money does not equal a productive economy. And all they've done is the same thing. They, they give it different names. They say they've got all unlimited amounts of tools. Yeah, you're, they're right. It is unlimited because they own the printing press. Because I don't care what they call the tool, it's still the same tool, and that tool is debt. And this is the biggest bubble yet. This isn't, uh, I'm not Nostradamus. I'm not a Nobel laureate economist. But yet... I know with certainty that this is this is going to end badly. Why? Well, because it always has ended badly. Go back to 1971 when they finally got full control. You had the inflation of the 70s that ended badly, right? I mean, think about what was the the Fed funds rate? I think it went it got to 20 percent. Right, I think an automobile uh, at the late 70s was like 25%, right? That was all them. The stock market crash of 87. Then you had uh, the, the, uh, the dot-com bubble. Then we had the housing bubble followed by the financial crisis. And their solution is what? Reinflate with bigger and bigger debts. This one, though, Jason... This one takes the cake. Because think about this. After, well, during the, the, the housing and right before the financial collapse, the debt was like 5 or $6 trillion. The Fed's balance sheet was like $700 billion. Think how much that they've created now. Now we're talking a national debt of $30 trillion. Fed's balance sheet's $9 trillion. And we've done that in a matter of, like, what, 13 years, Jason? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, you know, Joe, 
the the speed at which it gets worse uh, increases too. So I mean that's this inflative cycle we're in is it's just showing you it's showing you how very quickly it's going to get worse and worse and worse. So uh, uh, I, I like these are the kind of numbers I like, Joe, because they all make sense to me. I understand how that that's how it works. Well, that yeah, right, exactly, right. These make sense. It's it, it, it's like I said, I'm, I'm not some great economist or anything like that. It's just common sense. Simple to see. We get it. I get it. Right. We all get it. The the we we've just been fooled. I, I wish the answer was let's end the Fed. Unfortunately, I think what the next phase for us is going to be is a digital currency controlled by the central bank. Banks as we know it will cease to exist. We'll be left with. A few hundred, maybe three or four hundred, we'll call them banks that operate a lot like hedge funds uh, and and a huge, massive revaluation, a quote-unquote reset is what is coming next.